You're listening to the Story Inverse Podcast, a podcast dedicated to guiding and inspiring Christian storytellers to glorify God with excellent craftsmanship. I'm your host, Grace Livingston, and welcome to episode 11, Discovering Your Writing Style. I'm Grace Livingston. I'm Josiah DeGraff. I'm Hope Ann. And I'm Brandon Miller. And today we're tackling the ins and outs of a storyteller's personal writing style. So guys, let's start from the beginning. What exactly is a person's writing style? I find it helpful to make an analogy between your writing style and your speaking voice. You can't really put a finger on what makes, you know, my voice sound different from Brandon's voice, but you know they're different both in how they sound and also the words that they choose. I have a more refined, cultured, polished choice of words than a- Ouch, bruh. <laughs> uh, and um, all joking aside, you know, that's, you know that's, that's your writing voice, is it's the words you decide to use and it's the way you decide to, to use it. Unique to you as a storyteller. I like that analogy. That's a good point. Um, I think that it's very true that you can't you can't make your writing voice. Like a lot of a lot of writers, they they want to. Oh, I don't know what my voice is. I've got to go. I've got to go make my. I've got to go find it. And when they say find it, what they usually mean is I have to make it. I have to create my writing voice. And you can't do that. I think your best bet is almost always to look for it in your writing. And then once you've found it, to continue to center yourself around it, to be aware of its presence and to use it, especially when you're editing, to make your prose consistent. Because a consistent voice is a strong voice in most cases. Mm -hmm. So really, the two things that will help you get your writer's voice is you just write a lot. And you just keep writing, and eventually you can kind of figure it out, especially with beta reader feedback and other people. Like, other people caught on to my voice and said a strong voice or this or that. I'm like, I don't even know what it is. And another thing is just looking at what you're reading, because quite often, if you're reading the same sort of stuff a lot, and especially if you have favorite styles that you're reading a lot, that will kind of tend to end up in your writing it's not like you're copying them but in a sense it's like some of my friends they go down south and they start speaking with a southern accent because everyone else is speaking in a southern accent and it's really funny but um what you read may or may not depending on how steady you are in your voice will kind of affect how your writing style is going i know i have a friend who apparently her style is starting to copy mine <laughs> that's awesome Imitation is the highest form of flattery, I hope. I think that reading other people's work is a really, really good way to develop your own voice. A couple reasons. Like Hope said, you'll, you'll tend to write like what you read, but also you'll tend to read what you write. And what I mean by that is, as you write, there are things that entertain your mind and they end up on the page, whether it's humor, um, descriptions, or wordplay, whatever, as you write, they will end up on your paper. But another 
advantage of it is just that as you read, especially multiple books by the same author, as you find favorite authors and you start to identify their voice, identifying a voice is a very vague and difficult thing to do. And if you add onto that vagueness, the veil of the fact that it's your own work, you're going to really struggle to find yours. So by being able to find someone else's voice and be like, oh, that's their voice, that can give you a deeper understanding for, first of all, how it's different than your voice, but also just what a voice is and how it works. So I would definitely recommend, I know there's some people that when they're writing, they can't be reading. Other words, what they're writing ends up being too much like what they're reading. But I, if that's not as much of a struggle for you, uh, I would recommend to write and read with the intention of finding your voice. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with reading, you read something like, wait, I really like how I did this. This is cool. You pick up that aspect from them and learn it and start applying it. Another author, oh, they did this really well with the descriptions. Or they do this really well with the showing. As you just kind of start picking up and not so much copying as learning from other author voices. And that can help you develop your own voice as well. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've also found for myself personally that a lot of discovering my own writer writing voice comes less from the first draft as it does from the second and the third draft. One of the things that's helped me the most in discovering my own writing voice is working with an editor, um, specifically Brianna, um, who edits all the pieces at Story Umbers. Um, And as I've been working with her in some of my short stories, it's been a combination of that as along with my own revising that has helped me to really recognize my own writing voice because at least for my writing voice and, you know, how universal this is, you can kind of draw your own conclusions. But at least for myself, I find that my writing voice is often buried in the first draft. I need to scour away a fair bit in order to really uncover and recognize it. We're going to take a quick break. And when we return, our panelists are going to dig a little deeper into how you can find your writing style. Stay tuned. Two quick reminders for you all today. One, the Story Embers podcast is now posting only on the first and third Saturdays of each month with Josiah Slam and Rolina Hatfield joining me on first Saturdays and Josiah Hope and Brandon joining me on third Saturdays. Also, there's only two weeks left to enter our second annual short story contest. Make sure to submit your story by 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on June 30th, 2019 for a chance to have your story published on the Story Embers website and win a $100 Amazon gift card. Visit storyembers.org forward slash blog to view the complete guidelines and submit your story today. Welcome back, everyone. I'm with SC staffers Josiah DeGraff, Hope Ann, and Brandon Miller, and we're discussing personal writing styles. So guys, now that we've tapped a bit into what a personal writing style is, what are some tips you have for helping writers find their style? I have two really boring pieces of advice for two of the most common questions that people ask. If you have writer's block, how do you fix that? You write, and if you're trying to find your voice, How do you fix that? You write. I wrote a lot before I had any idea what my voice was. And I still haven't, I haven't figured it all out, obviously. But this last project that I've been working on, as I have gone over it and re-outlined and 
banged my head against the wall and been very frustrated with it. I have had a couple of beta readers that are working through it with me. They're not even, they're alpha readers. They're they're like pre-alpha readers. But uh, as they've gone through and pulled out like, oh, this is the part that I like. And I look at it and I'm like, well, that's the part that I like about it. And I've started to get a better understanding of my own voice and my own narrative that is character and internal monologue focused with relatability and humor. And I'm starting to form in my mind what my brand of story looks like. That wouldn't have happened without the hundreds of thousands of words in previous books because it's been a long, slow development up to this point. If you don't know what your voice is, just write. The words don't matter, the writing does, and eventually it will start to become clear. But like I said earlier, I don't think you can make your voice. You can only find it, and you can only find it if you're writing. So that's my really unhelpful, but also very helpful advice. And I think like you talked about alpha readers, Josiah talked about editors, and having other people reading your stuff is going to be a huge help in finding the writing place. Not that you have to have stories written for that to happen, but focus on the story and showing instead of telling emotions and characters. Don't get caught up in, I need to figure out this voice, make sure it's a particular voice. Like the comparison to people talking, you know, there's going to be a voice that will come through eventually. And generally, other people are going to see it first. And so sometimes it's just random comments that other people make. And all of a sudden you realize, oh, wait, I do that a lot. That's that's part of how I write. And so just you can start asking people if you're really interested in trying to figure out what it looks like. You can be looking at feedback where people commenting on that may need work, but what are they commenting on that they like? What are they... There will be times sometimes where a beta reader will say something on the lines of this is such, this is so you, or this is such what you would say in your writing. And you can look at those things and figure out what makes this my writing. And another cool thing with your writing voice, and this may be partly voice, this may just be partly each individual writing style. You're going to have your strengths and you want to build on those. But sometimes as you write, you'll realize, oh, I do this particular thing that's a strong aspect by itself, but maybe I use them too much. Like for me, I use fragments way too much. I like using the ellipses way too much or dashes. And so I will like run a search in my stories and I'm done and cut half of them because I'm just using them way too much. And so being conscious of your voice in a sense, there may be things that you realize that you use too much or you need to go back and I don't need this much description and work on figuring out your style that way as well of what can be improved not just what are you writing in general. I think uh, it can be helpful to say I hope sort of hinted at your writing voice and your style I don't know if style is even the right word but when people think of voice a lot of times what they're thinking of is the words on the paper, how the sentences are formed, how the prose reads. But there's also a significant part of finding who you are as a writer 
that goes beyond that. Are you character-based or plot-based? And I'm not talking about driven, because character-driven and plot-driven novels are different. But when you sit down to read a book, is your first love the character or the plot? As you write more, you'll start to find that there are things about a book that excite you more than other things. At first, they're just interests as you're writing, but as you continue to to develop those interests, those will become part of your brand, I guess I'll call it. It's your, your voice and your stories and your characters and everything coming together into your brand. And that is when, when you just say voice, that's only a part of, of who you are as a writer. And it's important that you don't forget about the other elements. That's a good point because like with my writing, when I write fantasy, it's one particular style. When I switch over to futuristic trilogy, it sounds completely different. My the whole voice and tone changes. But the ideas of the basic themes of, you know, there's hope, there is more than you can see, there's the raw emotion of characters and very raw type settings and more blunt, not as much description as just portraying this is how things are. Those sorts of things tend to stay the same whether I'm writing a futuristic or I'm writing fantasy. It's just done in different ways depending on what genre I'm working in. Mm-hmm. I was at a Rowmakers this past summer and there was a session on style and one of the helpful distinctions the speaker made as they point out that, you know, when you're spe- thinking of your, your voice, there's actually in a book going to be several different layers to the voice because there's your natural voice as a storyteller. It's going to be the same no matter what you want, write. But then there's also the narrator voice, which can be different from book to book, depending on what you're going for. And then you also have the character's voice layered on top of it as well. And I think sometimes it's helpful to be able to keep those three different layers of voice in mind in that you're not just trying to cultivate one voice as a storyteller. You're trying to cultivate your own voice and narrator voice and character voices and try to be able to distinguish all of them so that you can tell unique stories in a unique way. Thank you for joining me, Josiah Hope and Brandon, and thank you listeners for tuning in. As always, you can learn more about today's panelists by visiting storyumbers.org forward slash about. Now it's your turn. What are some pieces of your writing style you've discovered? Do you have trouble keeping your style consistent if you're reading something different at the time? Let us know in the comments. Special thanks to our Patreon supporters, Taylor Cloxton and Michael Stanton. Your support means so much as we strive to better equip and inspire Christian storytellers. Join me again on July 6th as Josiah Deus-Lamb and Rolina Hatfield discuss how to effectively portray prayer in your writing on the next episode of the Story Embers podcast. anyone else have any thoughts they can think of if i ever wrote that penguin book that would have quite the voice Mm. nice callback